<laughs> I'm Lynn. And I'm Kat. This is our podcast. Crying in the walk-in. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if I was supposed to say that oh, or if I you were going to keep going. I didn't know. I didn't. I tried to feel it out and then I was like, no, don't say it. She was going to say it. This is and like our 11th episode. Haven't you figured it out already? Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, at least we said who we were and what <laughs> podcast it was this time. I'm going to go cry now. What That's all we it? do on this podcast is just cry. Cry. I mean, yeah, why not? What was it? One of the episodes, it wasn't until halfway through, and then I had to snip it, cut it, put it in the beginning. Yep. Yeah. I think it was 40 minutes in that we were like, oh, yeah. Hey, by the way. By the way. This is our podcast. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. It's fine. hmm How are you? Good. More awake. Better. Yeah, same. I'm way more awake. Yeah. Good night, nurse. Yeah. What? Two cups of, oh, a cup and a half of coffee. Yeah. I thought starting it starting way later than we planned. Whatever. I thought right. it was one. So the fact that it's not almost two makes me feel better. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Way to make me feel better about time. Just lie to me about what time it is. Yeah. It's one. Just kidding. It's noon. That was a roller coaster. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> not a fun one. I'd like to get off, please. <laughs> oh man. Everything's fine. Mm. Ooh, I haven't said that in a long time. Except yesterday. Oh. Okay. Ask me how my weekend was. Hey, so how's your weekend? A roller coaster too. <laughs> roller coaster two? Roller coaster two point Anyways. My weekend. Yes. Tell me I was in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bartender again. It's weird. It's weird. I'm sure like I'll get more comfortable and confident, you know, and I was like, okay. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I was like, I can walk in and just be like, hi, I'm new, you know, play the whole, mm-hmm. like, shy. And I was like, nah, bitch, just walk in and own the bar. Yeah. Like, 100%. that's the best way to just go about it all. Mm-hmm. And so, I have been. Yeah. Because fake it till you make it. Yup. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably the most awkward person in the entire world. At least... Uh, I definitely disagree with that. I okay. feel like I am from time to time. Yeah, you hide it really well. Well, thank you. That's, that's faking it till you make it. Yep. <laughs> um, But I did really, really well in one side. Friday night. Nice. Which is a much smaller bar. Right. But it was good. Good. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of help that night, which was fine because a lot of those drinks are still foreign to me. Right. Last night I was in a different bar, a much bigger bar, and I was anxious about it, but I knew like the people that I was with weren't going to let me fall on my face. No, absolutely not. And I have absolutely no problem with asking for help when I need it. Mm -hmm. I think where I'm struggling the most is like the drinks. Obviously, like even if you do have them memorized. They change. No, it's not even that. They're just time consuming. But you'll find, <laughs> you'll find like tricks. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying like cut the recipe or cut corners, but you'll find quicker ways to make it go faster. I'm like if I just but shake it, is that the same as muddling it? If I'm in a huge rush, I'll just shake it like more. Yeah. But at that point, I might as well just muddled it, you know? Right. So. No, it's fine. But there's, there's little things you'll learn like. My new favorite like drink though is the Goldfinger Martini. Really? Yes. Nah, Have you like tried it. it? Yes, I've tried it. Oh, I, I like loved it. it. I don't like it. Really? I don't like the Goldfinger because I don't like orange vodka. Okay. And I'm not a huge fan of like orange flavored drinks like that. I guess. They're okay. just not really my jam. Oh, and I, I don't like it. the Luxardo um, liqueur. I think that was my favorite part. <sighs> I don't care for any of it. Really? All of it. I'm like, eh, this really isn't my jam. <laughs> okay. I was digging it. I was like, oh, this is good. Do you want another one? Because... <laughs> Anyways. It's fine. Anyways. Anywho. Um, so I had a really good time, though, in the good. bar. Yeah. Nice. We just, I don't know. It was good. And then was last night. Yeah, yeah. Last night in the some bar, of, it some was. Some of my, sorry, I'm totally interrupting you. No. Again. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our podcast where I just interrupt all the time. 
which is remember interrupting moo moo <laughs> cow <laughs> okay no that's a horse oh oh it, no okay go ahead <laughs> i don't remember what i was gonna say oh some of my favorite days at restaurants have been when it's been slow yeah yeah I stuffed blue cheese olives last night just because I had nothing oh, else to fuck, do. Yeah, thank you for doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole, I hate doing it. Whole court, court. Sweet. I made simple because we didn't have any. I'm sure, like, I didn't do all the right things, yeah, but whatever. He did some stuff, so fuck yeah, thanks. Yeah. I was like, it's really slow. What else can I do? Yeah. And the supervisor and duty was like, if if you want to do that, and I was like, I kind of do. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to do something. I have nothing else to do. And then people sat down and they're like, oh, you're not very busy. I'm like, I know. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's funny. Oh, I forgot the whole reason I wanted you to ask how my weekend was. How was your weekend? It was really good until it wasn't. And then it was fine. <laughs> okay. So I was in I was in the member side bar, mm-hmm. my very first bar shift mm-hmm. ever for this whole company. And mm-hmm. I love this company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was doing really great. Mm-hmm. I was right. making new friends. Like, we were just having a great time. I was keeping everybody happy. I had this really cute couple sitting at the end of my bar. They were super, super nice. And so my bar cleared out. They're the last two left. And he's looking at all the liquor that we have on the shelves. And he goes, hey, what's that bottle on the top shelf up there? First of all, top shelf. Okay. Top shelf. And we're not a bar that has just like well and then one more shelf. It's you don't like have well and then like three top shelves. Yes. Like we have like a three tier top like, shelf. Grey Goose is on the bottom shelf. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's on the counter. Yes. It's on, it's on the counter. <laughs> I was like, it's not top or like not bottom. But. It's not bottom, but it's not, it's not our top. No, 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 it's not. And so I was like, oh, I don't know. He goes, the guy's smoking a cigarette on top. And but I we said, we have a lot more. Also, it's not a cigarette. He's smoking a cigar. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. And I was like, let me pull it down. So I reach up, I pull down the top bo- the bottle on the top shelf and we're looking at it. And he's like, oh, the guy on the front looks really, really happy. And I was like, he does, doesn't he? I was like, you want me to pour you some? And he goes, yeah. He goes, put it on a large rock. <gasps> Blasphemous. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> I said, okay. <laughs> and mind you, we're looking oh, at it God. and he goes, huh. Is it, it's Pappy Van Winkle, yeah? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's Pappy. a fun name. Yes, yeah, Pappy. 20 year? 15. Okay. Well, we don't have 20, I don't think. No. We just have the 15. I was like, oh, look, it's a 15 no. year bourbon. He was like, yeah, cool. He's like, I don't really like bourbon. I prefer scotch. But let's try it. He doesn't even. And so. I'm sorry. I'm wait. crawling out of my skin right now. He doesn't. Give it, doesn't, give it a minute. He doesn't. Give it a minute. Because it gets. <laughs> I'm so upset. And so I pour Don't it. Don't let me forget. I have a side note to this. That's okay. positive. Anyways. Keep okay. Going. So I pour it on the large rock. Mm-hmm. Set it in front of him. Mm-hmm. And two of the servers that had been in that area with me all night are looking at me. And I'm like, what's happening? And I was like, I must have just told something really good. Cool. And they pull me over and they were oh, like. no, 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 no. <laughs> They are looking at me and they're talking and they were like, did, did you just pour that? And I was like, yeah. I was like, he said he wanted some. So I poured some for him. And they were like, that's, that's $400 a pour. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and just, he wanted it on a big rock. Uh-huh. He doesn't even drink. <sighs> and so. My glasses are off. <laughs> 
there's there's a whole. I am sweating. <laughs> Sorry, I'm upset. You know when you're like your ears start Ugh. to ring and you taste blood in your mouth a little bit and, and your s- lips go numb mm-hmm. and then you can't feel your fingers and your stomach and does a bunch of flips and it feels like the, the like that whole like like cliche saying of the blood draining from your face. Yeah, you feel like that. somebody dumped a bucket of cold water on you. Oh, I hate that feeling. I just got it. Uh huh. Yep. And I was like, anyways, oh, I'm getting hives because I'm like anxious and nervous now. It's fine. <sighs> anyway, I mean, it all ended up being okay. So. <laughs> They tell me it's $400 a pour and all the emotions all at once. And I'm like, like, fuck, I fucked up. And I was like, okay, what do I do? Like they were, I was like, I have, I have to go tell him. They were like, yes. The server says, go tell him like before he drinks any more of it. I said, okay. So I walk over to the guests and I said, Hey, um, I'm really sorry before you drink any more of that. I said, they just called me over and told me had I known I would have told you. But that's $400 a pour. Mm-hmm. And he stops and he looks at me and shakes his head and opens his eyes real slow and goes, I'm sorry, $400 for this. <laughs> and I said, yes, I'm really sorry. Like I said, if I had known, I would have, I would have checked with you. I would have told you, you know, and, and all the things going through my head. I'm like, well, this is the member side. I'm thinking, okay, like $400 is a lot, but it's not going to break the bank for somebody. Mm-hmm. So I'm expecting like Even a- for me. I'm ex- Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, and I, I could, I, I would be horribly embarrassed. Right. And I think- But that, I wouldn't be mad at you. No. I would be horribly embarrassed and be like, I'm handing you three cards. You're going to split it evenly on all of them. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? This was, it it turned out to be a learning experience for everyone. But so this is, this is, but so I go over thinking, okay, I'm going to tell him it's $400. Maybe he's going to be like, really? This sucks. You know, like not like for, I'm sorry, what? Like he's about to cry. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's. So the server's behind him. I'm in front of him in the bar and we're talking to him. And I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I was like, you didn't know. So maybe we could like get a manager involved and maybe something could be done done yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. And he was like, please. And I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go get my manager. I'll yeah. be right back. Yeah. So I go, I find one manager and a supervisor. I tell them what happened. And uh-huh. he's just looking at me and I'm like, I'm going to cry. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, I think I was more just embarrassed that I had done something so stupid. totally understand. Like, it's top shelf. I I know. And okay. Okay. So here's the thing, though. Finish your story and I'll come back to what I was going to say. So then we go get the other manager who's in charge of all of our bourbons and scotches. Right. And I tell him what happened. And he kind of does the look away thing and then looks back at me. And I'm like... I'm I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm really, really sorry. I was like, I don't know what to do. And he's like, I don't know what to do either. And I said, I'm going to ask you that question that I always dreaded as a manager. Will you please go talk to them? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, he was like, yes. And so we're walking over there. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for many levels. I said on a manager level, on a personal level, I said that you have to go and talk to them because I've always hated that question. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, I just, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm I so really sorry. fucked up. I'm yeah. so sorry. So he goes and he talks to them and he's like, we'll figure it out. And so they resolved to settle the shot or the pour for $200. Mm-hmm. And the guest was like, I guess he was like, I, I mean, that's better than 400. He was like, but still 200 is like, what? Mm-hmm. And so he ended up just charging him 150. Don't even drink 
whiskey or bourbon. <laughs> and you want one of the best ones. Arguably. 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 One of the best ones. There's debate. Well, he tells me, too, when he's leaving, that he's like, the McAllen would have tasted way better than this. He's like, there's a bite to this. And I'm like, well, that's because it's bourbon. It's not scotch. I said, I personally prefer scotch. I said, my best friend likes bourbon. Mm -hmm. I said, I don't like the burn. Mm. The bite that it leaves. I said, I love it. (laughs) I prefer the warm feeling of like a slow burn as it goes down and the nice caramel taste afterwards. Uh That's what I get from a scotch. See, I can pick. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. And so I go over and I tell him, I'm like... Scotch is growing on me, by the way. I love scotch. Anyways, so, you know... You tell him. I tell him. I don't like bourbon either, so... Yeah. And I was like, hey, but my boss knocked it down to 150 for you guys. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm really sorry. He goes, it's okay. It's a learning experience for all of us. He goes, you now know uh, to check (laughs) and I know to ask. (laughs) I said, cool. Yeah, we'll just do that from now on. (laughs) And he was like, well, you know, my son, we've given them permission to bring their friends in if they wanted to. He goes, but we're going to tell them to stay clear of that one. I said, do you have a picture of him? Because next time he comes in, I'll be like, hey, your parents said you should try this one. And also to buy me a shot of it. Oh, God. <laughs> and, you know, we we're laughing after that. Right. They were really, really nice. And he still tells my boss, like, hey... Just because, like, you're the one who's responsible for putting her behind the bar, she is doing a phenomenal job tonight. Like, we know this is her first time behind the bar. Yeah. She's killing it. Yeah. And he was like, thanks, I know, she's great. And I'm yeah. like, oh, stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, they get up to leave, and I was like, please come back and see me. <laughs> I was going to say, y'all are going to remember each other. They're going to yeah. come in here and be like, oh, hey! Yeah, what's up, Pappy? <laughs> you want this one on the top shelf again? <laughs> oh, uh, God. I, you know, it... it <laughs> It was uh, a learning experience. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my bosses were really nice. I told my boss in charge of my schedule, I said, you have full permission to schedule me one day a week for the next five months. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I said, I will pay off that pappy. <laughs> nah. No, he just laughed. Yeah. He. I mean, I thanked them and I was embarrassed. And so yesterday was my second shift in the bar, but in a different bar. So Mm -hmm. the manager on duty took me through the bar and was like, this one's really expensive. This one's really expensive. No, I'm glad they did. Like, I know you're like, this, they did this, he, he, but like, no, I'm really glad they did. Right. Me too. And I was like, they did not really do that with me. And I was, I also did something not anywhere as expensive, but I, (laughs) I made a mess up with tequila. Yeah. It was, um. A miscommunication between a server and I. She rang something in, but I didn't see the ticket. She didn't know 100% what the people ordered. Mm-hmm. I misheard her on top of that. So she didn't pronounce it correctly. And I misheard her. Mm. And I thought she said, on the rocks. Turns out what she needed was Grand Marnier. Oh. Right? But I thought she said, because she said Grand on the rocks. Okay. Is what I heard. So I was like, clearly not Grand Marnier on the rocks. That's supposed to be technically served warm in a sifter, snifter. Oh. So like, yeah, technically. So it's like definitely not on the rocks for that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she must mean Grand Mayan on the rocks, which is tequila. Oh. And I was like, okay, that must be what she she needs. Sure. That's $90 for a two ounce pour. All right. Yeah, I fucked that up. Oh, well. Oh, well. You know, you live and you learn. You live and you learn. We have a lot of expensive alcohol. So that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. And then I was like, I'll tell you later was, so the seafood company that we worked at had a premium well. It had like Bacardi for the well rum. It had, what did it have for the, I think, I don't even remember what it had for the vodka, but it had Tanqueray for the gin. Oh, we used Smirnoff. 
Did we? Okay. So mm-hmm. we had like a premium well. We had good stuff. Right. And we did have like a top shelf, quote unquote. But this is a country club. This is a place that neither you nor I have worked that has a serious top shelf. Right. And that's something that a lot of the bartenders who start have not worked in a place that has a serious top shelf. And it's something that they need to stress better when mm-hmm. they're training is that, you know, you need to be aware of how expensive some of these things are. Not like, right. not like, oh, you should be afraid, but you need to be knowledgeable. And they also need to, they need to address, because no one ever taught me this until I think learned from you who learned from a server, um, how to politely say, this is expensive. Are you sure? Right. You know, because you can't just say, hey, it's $400. Are you sure? Because some members would be like, are you insinuating I can't can't afford it right like right and they get offended that's where you know the you versus right me comes into play so you walk up and say hey mm-hmm. i just want to make sure we're on the same page mm-hmm. this is a 400 dollars shot cool okay cool make pour it awesome yeah. yeah because it's it's one of those where you don't want to ever insinuate that and i will turn it. it into a joke be like because i sold this one time and they were not okay <laughs> with it right exactly which yeah. you can't and i'm gonna use you yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna be like yeah my friend just want to make sure because <laughs> she fucked up hard yeah <laughs> You don't fuck that up. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's one of those things that they didn't, they didn't, you know, and so many of those, alco- we have a lot. We have a lot mm-hmm. of, and um, we're becoming more and more of a bourbon whiskey. Yes. And so we have a lot of those. And anybody who drinks bourbon or whiskey or is aware of it, they understand that, you know, there's not a whole lot of, like, super expensive vodkas and stuff. Because they kind of, I mean, you have different grades of, like, um whatever but yeah you know it's not quality quality different grades of quality but with bourbon and whiskey and scotches it's a whole different ball game oh like, yeah you can have i mean different flavors like they all taste different whereas vodka kind of all has the same type of thing same same flavor different quality yes okay whereas, i was like i will fight you because kettle one i will drink that oh yeah day over tito's agreed yeah. like i get that but it's flavor wise it's not that much different it's no. not like if you take tito's and Whatever, flavor is not going to be different, but the quality is going to be different. Correct. Like the smoothness of it. Yes. yes. Whereas scotches, bourbons, whiskeys, flavor and quality are going to be correct. Completely different. You know, but so they they did they went yeah. over it all with me, which was which really, I'm really, really nice. glad they did. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad they did. Um, my brother has a bottle of Pappy. Really? Mm-hmm. Fifteen year. Oh. Mm-hmm. He won it at a raffle. Wow. You know, for how much? How much? $100. Are you kidding me? That bottle is worth over two grand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. The empty bottle alone to collectors is worth like 400 bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why. Okay. So so yes. the server was joking and he About told he, yeah. he told the guest while he like he hadn't quite asked for it yet. He goes, but if you. Uh, he was encouraging him. Yeah. He goes, if you finish it finish the bottle you get to keep it mm-hmm. and it's a i was big like collector's item for people really yeah even empty like to the point where i'm hoping i pour the last one because i want to keep the bottle i see or i thought the guest oh do they yeah oh. that's what it was sounding like yeah i just really want one so but yeah for collectors just the empty bottle alone is worth a good amount of money all right yeah cool yeah so my brother has one he got it for a hundred bucks damn yeah. That's so nice. Yeah, he said he was going to save me a... He's got... I think he said he's got about six ounces left. Okay. Something like that. Mm-hmm. So he was going to save it. That's so nice. Yeah, I was like, that's really nice. So... Huh. Yeah. I was like, I'd love to try it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I think, you know, like, people talk about it, like, it's worth a lot because of 
how rare it is, not because of the flavor. And so there's a lot of people who say, I honestly think the 10 year is better, or they think that, you know, this is better, this is better, whatever. Like, and that's, that's the other thing I was going to say. This man, he literally picks. So they show me the menu mm-hmm. for the whiskeys that we offer. And the menu jumps from $160 a pour to $400. And that is the last one. Right. On the menu because it's right. the most expensive. Right. There's no in-between. No. So this man literally picked the most expensive whiskey up there, bourbon, for me to pour. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Just by chance. And I told him that. I was like, you could have picked any other bottle up there for me to not know what it is. And you picked that one. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Oh, my gosh. Shit happens. Yeah. You live and you learn. We do. You know? Yeah. You just live and you learn. That's all right. I'm just glad he wasn't super upset with you. And I'm glad that, you know, management, I'm glad they just understand, you know, mistakes were made, both the guests and the management. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were really nice to me and really nice about the whole situation. But yeah, I'm glad they were really nice. Yes. What are we talking about today? (laughs) Our lives and the struggles we lead. Right? I'm like, this has just been a ranting podcast today. It's fine. It's fine. If you're not here for it. Turn us off. I'm kidding. Don't don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. We're gonna talk about Karen's. Hooray! Yay, Karen's. <laughs> Please welcome to the stage once again. Karen. <laughs> we didn't want her to come back, but she bitched until we let her back. I so mean. here she is. Mm. <laughs> Isn't that how it always goes? I'm never coming back. Next week you see him again. Mm-hmm. Oh, Crazy. I thought you were never coming back. Crazy seeing you here again. I was hopeful for two seconds. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. Just like a Karen to leave you disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> or my ex. Oh, okay. <laughs> but <Ba-dum-ts. laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> who let us, who let us have a podcast? Honestly. <laughs> oh, God. Anyways. <laughs> My Karen, I didn't see my Karen again. You didn't? No. I, okay, so <laughs> I was working at the seafood company and I was supervising. Okay. So a lot of times I closed as a supervisor. I didn't open as much. It just fit my schedule better and often I had a second job. Yeah. But in this case, I was opening the restaurant. Okay. And I was, you know, you know how it is when you open <clears throat> open the restaurant. You're doing paperwork. You're receiving like... um Produce, deliveries. Produce, deliveries, linen deliveries, whatever. Any kind of random shit that pops up, like a plumber showing up that you didn't know was going to show up because no one left notes about it. You know, stuff like that. Right. (laughs) You know. Random stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So we opened at 11. Okay. And you're not supposed to, obviously, let people who are not employees or vendors into the restaurant prior to that. Right. I.e. customers, whatever. Right. Or trusted people. Like let's say a significant other of mine was bringing me a jacket. I forgot. Right. And I'd probably let them in for a second, especially if they had to use the restroom, whatever. You know that they're not going to put you or anybody else in the building in danger. Exactly. Right. Which is really what it is. It's a security issue. Exactly. Right. You know, and it, I want to ever let somebody in that I don't trust. Right. Right. Or isn't a stranger. Right. Like, right. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. not going to put my crew in danger. No. Or me. That's your they're first. Under, yeah, that's your under first my, responsibility. Yes. Right. Yeah. So I'm not going to do that. So <laughs> I don't know. We're probably about an hour or so from opening. This older man comes up. I'm at the front of the restaurant, and I'm putting the paperwork there for the host. Sure. 
We haven't opened yet. I'm dropping off paperwork for host, bartender, putting the drawer in, doing the whole, you know. And I see this man and he's up front outside and he starts knocking on the window. Okay. Really aggressively. All right. Angry. And I'm like. And your first instinct is like, let me let this man in. (laughs) Right. Yeah. A man angrily, who I have no idea who he is, knocking on the window and aggressively looking in. Mm, I don't think so. No. So he's like, open the door, open the door. And I'm like, no, like through the window, I'm talking to him. I'm like, I'm not opening the door. And I'm telling him it's a security thing. I'm not opening the door. What do you need? And I tell him to call us. I, I make the signal like, call me, call, call the restaurant. So I pick up the phone and we're talking to each other on the phone while looking at each other through the window. Okay. <laughs> I mean. Like jail. Right. <laughs> Closest thing you can get to talking to each other face to face. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, you know, cause I can't, I'm not. No. If he was calmer, maybe. Maybe you would have like. Probably not. Propped the door open just to talk to him. But even then still probably not. But maybe, maybe. I don't know. It was one of those gut things. Yeah. Um, It was one of those gut things where I was like, yeah, I'm not opening the door for this guy. Right. We're talking. He very aggressively tells me that he left his glasses here last night. Okay. And he needs them. Okay. I was like, absolutely. What do they look like? So he describes them to me. And I was like, actually, I think I have them right here. And I like held them up to verify. And he was like, yeah, those are them. And I was like, cool. And keep in mind, he's just aggressive and angry this whole time. Right. He's not like, oh, thank you. You know, he's like, those are them. Like, angry. So I'm like, okay, cool. I've got them. Yes, sir. Blah, blah, blah. We open at 11. If you'd like to come and grab them, the host will have them up front. Just let them know that you spoke to me earlier. I'll set them aside specifically so that nothing happens to them. We know where they are. You can just quickly come in and grab them. Right. He threw a hissy fit. He was so upset that I would not let him grab them at that moment. He was like, I need to grab them now because I need to be somewhere at 11. It's like, I'm so sorry. We open at 11. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you're more than welcome to stay and wait till we open if you want to, you know, come back. And yeah. he just kept getting more more angry. And I was like, if I was going to even have the slightest thought of opening the door for you to give you those, it's gone now. Yeah. I was like, now I'd have just spite. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not going to fucking do it. You're being an ass, dude. Yeah. Like, absolutely not. Nope. So, basically in a polite way, I tell him I have work to do. Right. Like, sorry, sucks to suck. That's how it's going to be. Bye. Right. Click. But, you know manager way (laughs) you know what i mean like in a kiss ass way like i'm sorry that's basically how it is and then we have our host come in for that day and she has worked for the company for like 20 years something something like like that that. like i mean since forever so she's well seasoned basically seen it all and she comes in and she tells me that there's this random guy out there who's just harassing everybody who's coming in about trying to get his glasses and i was like he did not (laughs) I was like, no, he fucking did not. Oh, my God. So he calls me again. Okay, so this whole time I'm in texting with Lulu because I'm like, what do I do? Like, I'm not going to give it to him, but I basically tell her and she tells me, like, you're doing the right thing. Like, don't open the door, especially if he's harassing everybody else. Right. And I tell him because he calls again and I tell him, I was like, if you continue to harass my employees, I'm going to have to call the cops. I was like, I... Told you, because he was, like, harassing everybody who came in to, like, let me in, let me in, let me in. And I'm like, we're not going to. I no. told you that we open at 11, and you're going to get your glasses at 11. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if you need to come back after your appointment or whatever, then come back after your appointment or whatever. Like, I don't know what to tell you. You shouldn't have left your glasses. Like, that's, like, a, that's a you problem, not a me problem. A, yeah, and don't be an ass. Right. If you had been like, hey, listen, I realize 
I made a mistake. Not even that. But like, you know, I realize you guys don't open till 11. I left my glasses here. I have a really important appointment that I have to be at. Is there any way, any way that you could give me those glasses? Sure. Here you go. Boom. Have a good day. Done. Done. Made a whole scene about it. Harassed everybody who came in. And they, (laughs) all of them told me about it. And I was like, yeah, I already know. I already know. I'm handling it. Thank you. And they're like, okay. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. Whole situation. So we, I go to unlock the door and I have the glasses in my hand, hold it out to him. He snatches them out of my hand and he's like, and your name? And I was like, Lynn, would you like me to grab you a card? So I went and I got him my card. Good. And then he was like, I'll be telling corporate about you. And I was like, okay, there's that card for you. Yep. Have a great day. Yep. Bye. Ugh. Oh no, you're going to tell corporate I didn't open the doors early for a and guest who was acting hostile? Right. You're going to call corporate <laughs> and <laughs> please, please act the way that you're acting right now while oh, you call I them. I love when that happens. Because corporate's going to be like, cool. Okay. Yeah. So wouldn't have let you in either. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I was like, oh, fuck this guy. Yeah. Uh. And it was when I was pretty new to supervising too. And like I said, I didn't open very often. Right. It was more at night. And I was like, fuck this guy. And there's a reason I'm not in management. There's a reason I don't supervise. I'm not as nice as you. (laughs) I'm just going to say it. I'm just not. So. I have a problem with that. You know, I, you know what it is? Is that I think I tend to disassociate a little bit whenever somebody comes at me with like guns blazing. I. I definitely keep my cool and mm -hmm. I will get a little intimidated, kind of shaky. I don't like confrontation. But I definitely can, like, it's almost like I take a step back out of myself. And I'm yeah, watching. Yeah, and I'm watching the situation happen. Association station, baby. Choo-choo. <laughs> so, like, mine is similar but different. Okay. So I also definitely dissociate, like, a thousand percent. But I get triggered with an anger response. Mm. So instead of dissociating and taking a step back and just kind of going into autopilot, I dissociate and autopilot takes over. And my autopilot is... See red. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yours is like, I'm just going to go into autopilot and be kind. Mine's, I'm going to go into autopilot and be passive aggressive and You know what I see? Mean as fuck. I see gray. I just... Everything kind of slows down and it goes into like this weird black and white, like gray. Yeah, yeah I don't have that. Mine's, I just get angry. <clears throat> I get angry and I get super snippy snappy, which I'm sure everybody has already noticed in all of my Karen stories because I get like with the lady with the coupon, Mm -hmm. I get, I get, I get, I get. So let me tell you, let me tell you about a time where I stepped back and saw gray. (laughs) So I was a manager, had been one for a very long time. I say a long time, like three years. So um, a long time. I'm fairly seasoned at this point. Like I've been screamed at. I've had many experiences at this point. Mm-hmm. The other manager that I was working with that day, he had been a manager before and he was kind of at his wits end at this point. Like he quit shortly after this experience. Mm-hmm. And so he was just not in a good headspace, I think, mentally. Okay. And was having a little bit of a rough night. It was busy. I was manning the kitchen. He was manning the front of house, the servers and mm-hmm. what have you. Mm-hmm. And he tells, he reprimands a server. Okay. This manager is known to like reprimand and he's, you know, when somebody is like joking about something, but they're saying it in a stern way still. Okay. And you know not to take them too seriously. That's just kind of how they are. Like they mean well, but it's just like when somebody tells you, don't, don't do that again. 
Okay. You know, and it's not like he's making you feel small or anything. He's just telling you don't don't do that again. Okay. Right. Okay. So he tells the server that. Okay. He is a man speaking to a female server. Okay. Says don't do that again. Don't do that again. Okay. Right. I'm embarrassed, but I won't. <laughs> right. Cool. Well, a guest overhears <clears throat> him saying this to the server. Okay. So the guest finishes eating and calls the manager up to the front and tells him that she doesn't think it's appropriate for him to reprimand female servers and to talk to female servers in that way and in that tone in the dining room. Well, okay. Which... Keep going. Right. Uh, No, I'm going to interrupt you. (laughs) (laughs) She has kind of a point. I mean, yes. I don't think that managers should reprimand servers in the dining room. No. Like... Male, female. Doesn't matter. I don't don't care. Non-binary. I don't care. Nope. Just not in the dining room. Right. You reprimand in private. Right. And praise in public. Right. And so, again, he wasn't, like, laying into her. No. Right. But, you know, he just kind of quickly in passing was like, don't do that again. Uh Uh-huh. And went about whatever they were doing. Well, the lady had a problem with it. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, fine. If somebody had called me up to the front, I would have done what you're supposed to do. You, you're right. I'm so sorry. Right. I'll make sure that I change my habits. I won't do that again. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Tell them what they want to hear so they leave. Yeah. That didn't happen. <laughs> the manager argued with her that no. he was doing nothing wrong. And they started arguing so much so that they're literally screaming at each other. No, they weren't. Yes. Are you serious? Yes. And getting in each other's faces and pointing fingers. Oh and my like, God. Wait it, for him to prove her point. It, Do you know what I mean? Yes. Oh, it yikes. escalated quickly. Sounds so, like both of them are to the point in where the situation. So they're up at the front, and the host comes to get me and was like, "You need to come to the front." They, they radio me, like, yeah. "You need to come to the front right now. now." Yeah. So I come to the front, and the manager is in her face, pointing a finger, and the lady's like not backing down, and she's like, "They look like they're ready to hit each other." Uh huh. And so I just calmly put my hand on the manager's shoulder. Uh huh. And said, "Take a step back." Yeah. Like. Let me handle yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I said, "You, you need to go." Yeah, to the manager. And so he starts arguing with me, and I said, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, stop!" <laughs> like you need to go to the back. Yeah, right now. Yeah. And so then the lady starts screaming at me. Whoa! And so I take a step back behind the podium. Uh huh. That's the first. Oh, that's a good idea. Put something in between you two. Yeah. Put something that's in between really us, mm-hmm. so that way we can't get closer to each other. Right. And I full go, like, dead face. Yeah. I'm just looking at her. I'm not smiling. I'm not upset. Just, and that's the point where I took a step back. Yeah. And was like, just feel nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to. You do. Yeah. And so she's screaming at me. She wants corporate's number. I said, absolutely. She wants the manager's name. I said, sure. absolutely. She's like, what's your name? I give her my name. I give her, I give her my boss's a business card. She's like, call your boss right now. The way he was talking to me is absolutely unacceptable. And I'm like, you're right. I said, but I'm not going to call my boss. I said, she's at home with mm-hmm. her little girl right now. Right. Like, this is her day off. Right. I understand that you're upset. I will pass the message along. My boss will call you on her next day in the building. Right. But I am not calling my boss to bother her on her day off while no. she is home with her child. No. Absolutely but, not. No. No. And the lady was adamant that I call her. And... The lady doesn't know, but I'm texting my boss. Like, hey, there's this lady in here who wants me to call you. I said, I'm not going to call you. I just need to let you know, like, what's going on right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was like, ma'am, like, this is is what I can do for you right now. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to get upset with you. I'm not going to, I'm not going to feed your energy right now. No. 
I understand everything that's going on right now. You're absolutely right. Call corporate. These are the names. These are the numbers you need. Go home. Yeah. Like, go this home, isn't, This isn't going to escalate to anything else tonight. Right. I just, I was, I went back into the office and I was talking to the manager and I was just, I think, more appalled at him. Yeah. So, okay. I'm on the side of the Karen. Yeah. I'm I'm on the side of the Karen. I'm just going to say it. I'm on the Karen side. I I'm mean, picking sides and I'm on her side. You know, and again. From the beginning. Like, oh, I understand she shouldn't. Okay. So, wait. <laughs> so, I'm not saying that I'm justifying her raising her voice and, like, her energy of, like, matching his and, like, you know, arguing and escalating and all that. No. Mm -hmm. But, um, I also, if I, so if I felt whether or not I misheard or whatever, if I felt that someone basically needed, so the way I'm seeing it is that this woman probably worked in the service industry at some point, which is why she's probably, like, I've been felt like garbage whenever a manager came and reprimanded me in front of people and no one stood up for me. Absolutely. Which is why she probably was like, you sh can't be doing that. Like, right. how dare you? Mm -hmm. Right. I can understand where her intentions are coming from. I imagine like putting myself in her shoes. I imagine that's kind of where it's coming from. Sure. And then on top of that, she's kind of going to into the situation looking for a fight. So that's not good, which is very Karen-esque. And two, or whatever point I'm on. <laughs> Point A, yeah. and then two. <laughs> <laughs> Point Z. So, like, I, I get what I imagine her intentions are in this situation. Sure. And I also understand her getting defensive whenever he starts getting defensive. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Like, it's just a shit show fueling each other. Yeah. But I think that I understand her intentions and where she's coming from. I do, too. 100%. And I do understand whether or not she was the one, which I'm sure she was, who, like, was aggressive first. But as much as it sucks, like, I mean, if if I were to come up to somebody and say, hey, you can't speak to them like that, they got defensive, and then I was like, whoa, and then I just matched their energy, I would probably want corporate's number two. Because I would still, I would be like, you literally just proved my point. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. you, like in, in that point, I kind of feel like I'm like. Right. A manager's job is always to de-escalate de the situation of what is going on. Which is why I sucked at it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, absolutely. I understand you're upset. You know, Right. That was not me. No. It's, no. And, it's, and it's, it's a hard thing to do. I have, I, I'm working on it, but I have way too big of an ego. I was going to say, it's an ego thing. It's a huge ego and thing. And this manager with it. Yes. had no problem. Yeah. Yeah. He just, he had a really big ego. And... I just, I remember going into the office and talking to him and be like, what, what were <laughs> what you? What just happened? Yeah, throwing my hands up at him and just be like, what are you, what are you doing? You just made my life so much more difficult. Yeah, why? like, why would you do that? And he's just, he's upset to the point where he wants to cry. And this manager, I was like, he's going to have a heart attack because he had already <laughs> had three major heart surgeries and three major heart attacks. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. He had a triple or quadruple bypass surgery. Wasn't he young? Yeah. He was, I think, in his 50s. <coughs> oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe his 40s. I don't know. He just, you know, and I was like, he's going to have a heart attack. And I used to joke with him, like, if you have a heart attack on my shift, I will kill you. Like, don't you dare. <laughs> and so I'm oh, like, you need God. to just chill. He just, he he left the company shortly after that because his stress mm -hmm. was clearly getting to him. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I made it like another four years after that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
That manager also didn't need the job in the first place, did he? He really didn't. Yeah, I didn't think so. I thought no. he was doing it basically just because he was bored. He was. Yeah, and he, I mean, I get that. Like, right. I'm not saying like, oh, he was just bored. I'm just saying like, no. he was bored at home mentally. He, he right. needed something else to do, so he decided to do that. And but it, it just was, wasn't a good fit for him. No, it was not the job for him. No, it was too high all. stress. Yeah, it was a very high stress job. So that sucks. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, supposed to de-escalate situations, what did you do? <laughs> Which time? <laughs> so. Uh, so. So I have this group of, uh, it's a family. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I did not handle it the best. Mm. Okay. So this was when I worked on 8th Street. Okay. Basically, since I started, I was over it. I worked there for three years. Yeah. I was over it from the moment I started. Yeah. You know, and then I think COVID you had happened, like and two months of I love this job, and, and then, then it was it just, no, yeah, and it wasn't the job itself. I think it was just doesn't matter. Anyways, point is, so <laughs> I had I was serving, and I had this table must have been of six to eight people. Okay, um, and I don't know if everyone was Russian or just two of the people, um. But it looked like it was, it looked like it was grandparents, parents, and grandkids. That's what it kind of looked like. It looked like they were getting together and maybe the grandparents were visiting from Russia. Mm-hmm. Not 100% sure. So they're sitting there and I mean, from the very beginning, they're just rude. You know, just especially the grandparents and especially the ma- the grandfather. Fucking rude and disrespectful and belittling and just talking to me like I'm the help. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. Like just... I say talking to me like I'm the help. We were always really nice to our maid. You had a maid? When I was like six, before we moved in with Grammy. No, Grammy had a had a maid before we moved in with her. And then when we moved in about a month after, she was like, you guys can clean up after yourselves. We're not having a maid. I just had a maid because it was just me and this is a huge house. Right. Yeah. And then when we moved out, she got another one. Hmm. So, I mean, and they're not that expensive. No. Anyways, hmm. point is, is um, he was very disrespectful, very rude. And so I just kind of was disrespectful and rude back. Mm. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Anyways. <laughs> Wasn't great. So I drop off the drinks and he did that typical thing of, and my beer. And I was like, as soon as that bartender pours it, I'll be happy to bring it for you. With the crazy eyes. So I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> and then just turn around and walk away. I'm like, I didn't fucking forget about your beer. Fucking idiot. I'm waiting on it. What do you want me to do? Pull it out of my ass? Like... You're not going to like the way it tastes. Nope. So. But if that's what you want. <laughs> right. So I go and I get his beer. I come back, you know, throughout the whole course. They're just, he's just a dick. So, I mean, this story's kind of anticlimactic. He just was a dick. So it comes time to pay. I try to run his card and our system doesn't recognize it. It's a Russian card and our system recognizes foreign cards. But for whatever reason, this one was not going through. So I take it back to him and keep in mind. I didn't say this, but their, their booth is directly next to the computer. Okay. So if he were to turn around, he can see everything I'm doing on the computer and the rest of the family can. So I come back and I say, I'm so sorry, but this card, our system doesn't seem to read this card. And he's like, well, I didn't have an issue earlier at blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, okay. But our system doesn't run it. And he goes, he gets like close, gets his eyes all squinting, goes, I don't know about you. And I said, you don't have to know about me. It's the computer that won't run it. And I got like close, like closer and closer with each emphasis. (laughs) 
And then the wife on the other side of the table was like, it's fine. Everything's fine. Here's my card. Just use my card. <laughs> and I like stared at him the whole time, took the card, turned around, ran it. And I was like, it went through perfect. Here you go. Have a great day. They pulled the manager over afterwards. <laughs> the supervisor, who I fucking hate. And I hope gets hit by a train. Okay. I'm going to obviously cut that. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's a piece of shit. It's what fucking it? Anastasia. Oh, yeah. Fuck, fuck that, that bitch. The one who, the same supervisor who scolded me about having a walkout in the bar when it wasn't even me in the bar. She was like, so what happened with table 314? Mm. And I was like, he was a dick and I was a dick back. And she was like... Okay, so normally what we want to do is de-escalate the situation. And I was like, oh, I'm aware. I know how to de-escalate situations. I just didn't give a fuck. And then I turned around and I walked off. And she was like, okay. I was like, I don't fucking care. Fucking fire me. I don't care. So... Whatever, kind of not in relation to that because this one guy head of the bar was not from Russia or mm-hmm, anything, but mm-hmm. it was the same kind of situation. I oftentimes, when people are like, and my beer, I'm like, as soon as the bartender pours it, like whatever, you know, or if they're nice, I'll normally tell them, sorry, my bartender's a little bit backed up. I'll have that beer out shortly, whatever. But if they're snippy snappy, I'm like, yep, mm-hmm. as soon as, soon as there's one to bring you. Sure. I got you. Yeah. And so. In that same fashion, when people say, can I have a Pepsi? I say, well, I have a Coke. And they're like, well, that won't work. I'm like, well, Walmart's right next door. You know, like I joke. I say it joking. <laughs> right. Right. That's what I normally do. Right. And normally they're like, ha, ha, ha. You know. Right. Because I'm not serious, obviously. No. I'm like, okay, would you like a water? And they're like, no, I want a Pepsi. And then I'm like, well. <laughs> all right. Then you're going to have to go next door. I don't know what to tell you. You know, like we just move on. They joke. I said that to somebody at the bar and he was not happy with me. And (laughs) so he goes, I want a Pepsi. And I said, we have Coke. Is the Coke okay? He goes, no. I said, well, Walmart's right next door. He goes, you must not be from Texas. And I was like, why? He goes, because someone from Texas would never be so disrespectful. I was like, actually, I am from Texas. I live there. I was born in Nacogdoches. And he was like, hmm, well, your dad must have not taught you. And I was like, actually, I learned this attitude from my dad. (laughs) Okay. Wow. Wow. They got up and left. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Honestly. I was like, seriously? It was a joke, dude. Obviously, I'm not telling you to fucking go next door and get a Pepsi. No. I I don't get it. Burger King's down the street where you could have it your way. Right. We had in Texas one time our soda machine stopped working. All we had was tea, water, and lemonade, like Uh the raspberry lemonade or whatever in the seafood company. And people legitimately got up and left. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, a gas station is right across the street. Just fucking grab a drink from there and bring it over. Like, yeah, we don't care. care. Like, oh, no, our soda machine's broken. You can't bring in any soda. No. You have to, you just have to dehydrate yourself. <laughs> but anyways, I was like, what is, also, what does being from Texas have to do with, you must not be from Texas. Actually, I am. You picked, like, one of the few people who work here who was actually born in Texas. So, try again, my friend. <laughs> what does that even mean? Do you know how rude people were to me in Texas? Oh, I'm sure. The clientele I had when I worked at the seafood company was worse than probably any other restaurant I've ever worked in. Mm-hmm. 
They were so rude. I had an endless shrimp guy who had his shit unbuttoned to his belly button, hairy chest, big old beer belly, just fucking shoving him in, left $20 even. Because that's how much it cost then. Yeah. Do you remember that? When it was like with the soda and that, it was exactly $20 and people kept getting stiffed. People mm-hmm. would just leave a 20 and it fucking sucked. That's what this guy did. Missing teeth. The whole nine yards. It just, <laughs> such disgusting people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's not be from Texas. I was like, everybody in Texas that I knew fucking did meth. So what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Are you on meth? <laughs> Missing some teeth. Do you have some? I don't want meth. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about teeth. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I have one more very short story to tell you. It's and it's like two two minutes, not even. So I was a flight attendant. I think I've told no you. No way! Yeah. Oh my god. Hey, did you know I was a flight attendant once? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, cool. Okay. All right. Well, that was it. That was the whole story. <laughs> so, I was a flight attendant, young, obviously, mm-hmm. but I had been doing it for a while. I got up to do drink service, mm-hmm. and I'm pushing my little cart. Okay, so I just want to say, <laughs> I know I'm not alone in this. No. Okay, so I'll be listening to my headphones. Yeah. No, I'll be listening to something through my headphones. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not listening to my headphones. They don't speak to me. Sometimes. Anyways. Mine don't. <laughs> Ever. Cool. So anyways. Don't go in the closets. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, wait a second. That's where I was for years. Uh, but I'm... <laughs> Talk about derailing. Oh, okay. (laughs) Which you can't do with the cart because there's only limited space. So. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. All right. Yep. Right over my head. Go ahead. It's fine. Yep. Um, So I'll be listening. And then I see the flight attendant. Like, I'm not exaggerating. Like, 10 rows ahead of me. And I, like, pause it. And I, like, super rehearse what I'm going to say. And I'm like, they're coming to me. They're coming to me coming to me because yeah. I don't want to have my stuff going and then I can't hear them. Nope. Like I like super wait and I like super watch. I get super anxious. I do too. Okay, cool. Ooh. No, same. Because I'm like, well, what if the one behind me is coming up? Right. Yeah. And I don't want to be like looking around. Right. As soon as they start drink service, I'm like, okay, it's time to put away everything right now and just focus <laughs> on the drink. Literally. My t- no, not my turn yet. Hop. Nope. <laughs> not yet. Okay. You're five rows ahead of me. Is it my... Oh, no. Oh, she, She's not talking to me. <laughs> and then when they go by with the trash bag, I like super panic that I'm not going to be able to get my trash in there. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Like, I don't know, but I'm like, <gasps> trash. <gasps> okay. Ooh, I can relax. I'll go back to my music for like five minutes and be fine. Yeah. Yep. And it turns out that was like a whole hour yep. that I like was like panicking. To like, uh, departure is now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> departure. No. Or, whatever. You know what I mean. <laughs> I forget how flights work. <laughs> First Welcome you arrive to, and then you uh, depart. Denver, Colorado. Mm-hmm. The weather today is 77 degrees. Mm-hmm. Looks like there's a slight blue- breeze? breeze coming from the left. No. From the west. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be crazy. Fucked all that up. <laughs> I did great. What are you talking about? Anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my little cart service, you know, and it's like you start you start in the back of the plane. I was the only flight attendant on this flight. You start from the back? I do. Oh, okay. Usually, and I'll pull my cart and work my way back up. Okay. Um, For many reasons. That okay. I, it's, you know. Whatever. Like, it made sense, I think, more at the time. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I had my reasons. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm going and I'm pulling my little cart and I'm asking people, you know, what would you like to drink, blah, blah, blah. And I get to this row and it's a mother 
and then her two children. And I said, would you guys like something to drink? Mm-hmm. And they just dead stare. They don't look at me. Okay. And so I'm like, my, my, my young brain's like, maybe she's deaf. So I get in her face. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm speaking to you. And these children are like five and eight, maybe. Okay. Like young. Okay. And they're all just dead stare to the front. I'm like, Is, are they ghosts? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Do you see these people? Or right. am I just the only one who sees them? Am I crazy? And yes. so I get in their face and I said, hi, would you like something to drink? Dead stare. The children, okay. the children are like fighting not to look at me. Okay. Like, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on here? The fi- I, would, I would be super uneasy. The, I, I would look around. Like, is this, am I, is I, Ashton Kutcher going to pop out? I kind like, of did. Like, I was like, am I, what? <laughs> what is what happening? Is happening? Yeah. yeah and so really the little confused. girl kind of like glances at me real quick. I'd be like, okay. Like, real uneasy. Progress. I would be like, so no drink then? I was like, do you want some water? Like, <laughs> are you, hello? Right. And she just dead stare, doesn't look at me. We don't talk to the help. Oh. Okay. Wow. Oops. Hot coffee spilled on you. I guess you can't ask for napkins because you don't speak to the help. What a bitch. <laughs> I said, okay. And I went to the next <laughs> Okay, so I just, this was not a first class situation, was no. it? This was just a coach? Yes. And I don't even think that airline like had first class, third, did it? No, not, yeah. not that one. Yeah. And she's like third or fourth from the back of the plane. <sighs> she's, I can feel it. She's like, she's, she is livid that she is on this flight, that a flight attendant was bothering her. Like, <laughs> that she is not in first class. Oh my God, those poor kids. And I, I, you know... Looking back at it, I'm like, those those poor kids. Yeah, poor fucking kids. Because the little girl just wanted to look at me. And the little boy was and you just... you know that they would have gotten in trouble if they did. Oh. Oh, those poor kids. That's why they didn't talk to me. They didn't do anything. That's sad. Mm-hmm. What a bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't talk to the help. Well, then I guess you get nothing to drink. I am a person. Oh, it would have been so satisfying if she would have been like, can I get it? And I'd be like, mm, I'm sorry. I think something she just like, like just expected me to pour her something. And I was like, yeah, that's not happening. No, fuck off. I should have just poured it for the kids. Yeah. But I just was like, okay. <laughs> just kept going. Like, it sucks to suck. I feel like I just would have stood there in shock. Honestly. I did. Like, I think I, I, I did for a second. I, I, and I then, just think I would be like, what do I even... Okay, and just keep moving. That's exactly what because, I did. Like, what are you gonna do? But like, I was too stunned to even be upset. Like, I had never had somebody say that to me. I didn't know that people behaved that way. Me either. I- <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. No. I'm like, well, how do you? Get- how do you even get through life? You don't speak to the help. Then why do you hire help? What do you do? Leave them sticky notes. That's what I grew up on. <laughs> sticky notes all over the place. We never spoke to each other. <laughs> if we did, we just screamed. <laughs> But that was how we communicated with sticky notes. Is that what they do? Or is that still communicating and talking with the help? They're they're above that, Lynn. They just have people who can read their minds clearly. Ah. Yeah. I see. I see. Yeah. Those poor kids. Yeah. Poor husband. Poor her. What yeah, did she go through in Jesus life Christ. that made her that way? Who didn't love her parents? Clearly. Anybody. It all starts in childhood. Mm-hmm. Hug your kids, people. Trauma. <laughs> Every time we say that, I picture the Sega logo. Instead of Sega, it's 
See, I picture it with the Disney rainbow. Oh, okay. Trauma. <laughs> Probably because all my trauma happened in my Disney phase. Oh, God. <laughs> when you're a child. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You just, I see it being spelled out in like, we should oh. animate it. <laughs> I don't should. know how, but... No, I'll find somebody fun. to animate it for us. But it'd be fun. Just have the, the Disney logo, but trauma, and then rainbow. I want one with the Sega. Trauma. <laughs> you guys sick of hearing us go, trauma. Because <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> trauma. Yeah. Anyways. Yep. That was our short one on... Okay, short. Those were our short stories. Our, our short stories with Lynn and Kat. Yes. That sounds weird. Our short stories with Kat and Lynn. That sounds better. Is it? To me, it does, yeah. Hmm. I think Lynn and Kat sounds weird. I think it's because of the alphabet. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. I like how we both did the alphabet. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait. Today we'll work on letters. Tomorrow we'll work on colors. Oh, Yeah. I was hoping tomorrow would be shapes. Oh, we could do that if you if you feel more comfortable with no. that. No. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. We could do shapes and colors. It's a lot, though. It's too much. It's a lot. It's too much. I'm sorry. For my feeble-minded. This is a blue circle? Whoa. Oh. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> Tune in next time to hear us talk about shapes, colors. <laughs> to find out if that circle really is blue. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> Hug your children. Please. Bye. Talk to the help. Bye. <laughs> Find us on Instagram at Crying In Walk In, on Facebook at Crying In The Walk In, or email us at listeners at cryinginthewalkin.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And remember to support your local service professionals. This has been Crying In The Walk In, produced and edited by Kat Clayton and Lynn Weir. Consulting producer, Ryan Clayton.